0: Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Hello and welcome back to episode 42. I hope you are having a lovely week. Um, I'm still kind of in the relatively slow, kind of slow and steady mode, easing myself into the year. I think. Um, the first week or so were quite busy um, as you know I'm, I was launching um, a group program so I was talking uh, about it quite a lot which which feels quite um, can feel a little bit draining if I'm honest um, not because I don't kind of I'm not excited about the program but actually being visible that much is kind of a little bit out of the ordinary for me so I think that has had its kind of um, yeah, it's made me kind of feel a little bit tired, I think, and and just wanting to kind of hide a little bit, which, you know, it's I'm kind of choosing to honour how I feel in that way and, and not um, overthink it too much, I guess. Um, so this week's episode is all about imposter syndrome, and it's something that I know a lot of us struggle with. And actually, when I attend events or I, you know, chat to the women uh, that come to my meetups, it's something that comes up quite often and actually I think it's kind of you know whenever I speak to women it's it's pretty much everyone that's kind of um experienced it in in one way or another um and so I wanted to kind of clarify what it is I wanted to kind of read a couple of um a couple of definitions because I think Sometimes perhaps we're not exactly clear 100% on on what it is and and it's kind of a term that's been used for a while but you know what actually is it? So imposter syndrome is described as the inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. It can also be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy. (laughs) Nearly stumbled on that one. uh, That persist despite evident success. Um, So I guess a lot of the time when we experience imposter syndrome, we you know experience self doubt and we feel like perhaps we are tricking people into believing that we are capable of doing various things. So there's this kind of feeling of being a fraud or. actually you know pretending like we know what we're doing but actually deep down we don't or perhaps um this feeling of yeah tricking other people to think that um we are you know yeah uh, an expert in some way I guess um when when really internally we don't feel that way um so it's kind of this inability to internalize accomplishments um despite you know however successful you might be in your job and your business whatever it might be um this inability to kind of accept that actually and and kind of own it i guess this inability to say yeah actually i did that and and you know i it's all down to how hard i worked and all the all these different things so i actually did a bit of kind of digging and i did did a little bit of research online um I wanted to kind of find a few studies uh, around imposter syndrome and there aren't actually that many um that talk about it there is a few a lot of them date back to like 1972 or something and they're quite um old in the sense because a lot of the time they are although I think the themes are kind of still persistent and and something that kind of still comes up so it's one of those things that I think hasn't perhaps been researched that that well um so it's quite hard to pull up any kind of hard evidence I suppose but it's more a lot of it's kind of just um you know evidence evidence that's been gathered through conversations and, and that kind of stuff um but I guess one of the themes that keeps coming up in everything that I've read is this kind of um tendency to attribute success to temporary causes so something like luck or you know perhaps effort this time round um and it seems like there is a little bit of a difference between men and women and how we um experience imposter syndrome and actually again there's very little kind of real evidence to support this but there is um a feeling that men perhaps experience it less Um, and a couple of studies that I've kind of looked at um, said that men for example are more likely to attribute success to internal factors such as you know their ability whereas women uh, for example will explain failure with lack of ability um, and men will attribute failure to luck or task difficulty they won't necessarily um blame themselves I suppose for a failure of any kind um whereas women would straight away say it was their lack of ability um and they would doubt that um right from right from the start I guess so how does imposter syndrome actually show up and I think it's best that I kind of give a few maybe examples um just so that kind of you well I wonder whether you resonate with this and I'd be perhaps inclined to say that most of you will be um, whether that's kind of on a continuous uh, level or perhaps just something that comes up every now and then and I think particularly imposter syndrome can show up when we are starting uh, or you know experiencing new kind of opportunities perhaps so that's you know starting a new job or maybe starting your um, new business or taking your business full-time all these different kind of um shifts and changes where um we feel a little bit uncertain that's where it can kind of creep up so if you are constantly looking at new um maybe new training or new certifications to kind of to improve your skills and I say that kind of you know I think we sometimes can have a tendency to want to continue um educating ourselves um for the excuse that oh you know when we need to know more about this or and never actually kind of owning the expertise that we already have the inability to ask for help because you have you feel like you have to kind of accomplish things on your own um struggling to have downtime and kind of feeling guilty when you're not working and this kind of all comes under this umbrella of not feeling good enough and always wanting to do more and striving for more because we don't feel like whatever we do and whatever we accomplish isn't ever, it doesn't give us that internal satisfaction I guess. Um, So not feeling like you've earned your title despite perhaps numerous achievements, Um, tendency to be a perfectionist, um and yeah like I've already said kind of the inability to accept accomplishments as well so or actually compliments as well that's another thing that I think comes up and um that we may struggle with one kind of real example of this and it's something that I shared on my stories a few days ago is my feelings of imposter syndrome when I was um doing my GCSEs so for some of you who may not know I actually was born in Poland and I moved to the UK when I was 13 Um, and so I started in year nine and I had about you know two years worth of work and prep to um, well first of all teach myself English because I didn't actually speak English or you know very little I only really knew the basics Um, so do that and then obviously you know complete my GCSEs and do the revision for that and all of the all of that work that comes with it. And so when I got my GCSE results, um, and, you know, this is silly, because I feel like I have to kind of justify like, I'm not sharing the story to be like, saying, hey, I got good grades, like, it's, it's not about that. But it's about sharing this kind of, this ridiculous feeling that comes up, which is the imposter syndrome, I guess. Um, And I felt like some of my grades, perhaps, you know, I didn't actually earn them and I did for a very long time and I you know kind of still do which I know is it's it's ridiculous but I wondered at the time whether perhaps one of the teachers or someone did me a bit of a favor and helped me with my grades which I know that one is legal and two no one would risk their job to to do that so it just shows how ridiculous this imposter syndrome can be sometimes and how how much we can feel like we actually didn't deserve you know maybe it's the grades that you know in this case obviously that I got and I didn't feel like it was possible for me to get those grades but when I actually look back at my um you know experiences and and I actually, you know, I did study, I did revise and I obviously prepared well enough to get good grades and and so it's, again, it goes back to this inability to kind of um, accept those achievements and, and for a very long time I kind of, yeah, I had at the back of my mind kind of just questioning whether they were legitimate grades or whether somewhere along the line someone, you know, perhaps m- overmarked it or you know whatever it might be I just I couldn't quite you know accept that the grades were the grades that I got so it's it's yeah it's just a kind of an example of how how much it can show up I guess Uh, and I'm sure you'll have your own kind of stories and you'll be able to relate to this one of the articles that I read um, talked about some studies that showed this imposter phenomenon um to begin in kind of in relation to family dynamics and and there was kind of two different groups that they they um put those under I suppose um and one of which was having perhaps a sibling or someone in the family described as the bright one or someone as kind of you know that smart kid um and therefore we would feel like whatever we did wasn't ever good enough or perhaps you know we would never be recognized as a bright one in our family so therefore we would strive to always do better and and have those accomplishments but obviously what kind of happens then it results in overworking potentially but never actually feeling um never really feeling satisfied with those accomplishments um because perhaps it's that um external validation that we've been looking for all along alternatively it might be that you've had all of the support and you were always made to believe that you can do anything and so when you first encounter anything that you perhaps aren't able to do or you struggle with you then begin to kind of doubt those abilities um and I guess in, in both of those groups there's there's a big focus on kind of achievement motivation from an early age. And so it kind of the studies suggest that actually it goes back like it kind of goes way back to our childhood and how we um how our families kind of um made sense of achievement and uh, I suppose and, and what we picked up as children. And women are especially likely to attribute success to luck or their teammates um or perhaps credit mentors for achievements and downplaying their own talent and achievements. so i um, continuously saying that oh you know maybe it was really easy this time around or I just got lucky or everything aligned and so it kind of you know I got to where I am now because of um everything just kind of working out for me or maybe yeah like I say kind of uh, attributing um the achievements to someone else um as opposed to actually um owning the work that you've put in into something going back to this idea of being a perfectionist and this tendency to not want to fail um this kind of results in working or perhaps overworking uh, in many cases uh, always striving for more uh, always striving to be better um and never kind of being quite fully satisfied with the achievements that we've already had and i guess um maybe this is where this inability or for some of us anyway an ability to celebrate our own successes comes from as well um, and treating success as not a big deal so like I've just said attributing it to it being an easy task or maybe having support from somewhere else um, and really having a hard time accepting compliments or really internalizing those achievements Um, so I guess this kind of explains what imposter syndrome is and it gives you a few examples of how it might be showing up and for us to admit that we've made those achievements happen is to admit that we've done something well Um, and I guess for a very long time the society has told us that and particularly as women because again it kind of comes into this role that we play as women um, it's perhaps you know we've been told that may come across as arrogant and we don't want to feel you know seem full of it we don't want to be showing off Um, and so I guess this also feeds into imposter syndrome particularly for women um, and and how it shows up for us when we look at other people's achievements and accomplishments we think they have done really well it's down to their hard work and we never question that we never think well you know maybe she just got lucky or whatever we very often think actually I've seen this work person work really hard and they absolutely deserve what they got and so the question is why <laughs> why can we not do the same for our own accomplishments and our own kind of achievements why is it that we um, find a list of excuses why we actually perhaps uh, were able to make something happen and so I guess if you feel that imposter syndrome is standing in the way of you kind of playing big and taking on new opportunities or perhaps stepping into your power um I kind of wanted to share a couple of exercises that you could perhaps try that may or may not work um to kind of work through those feelings that are coming up and really kind of acknowledge that it's coming up and and dig a little bit deeper as to you know why why is it showing up for you So one of the things the first things is actually to kind of journal on it and um, notice and actually be really aware of when it comes up for you um, and perhaps actually paying a bit of attention um, in what instances it comes up and and perhaps like I say doing a little bit of journaling to kind of untangle it and try and work out why is it coming up for you um, and where does it stem from. Another way um, of kind of working through it, I suppose, and, and also just acknowledging it is, and, and seeing as we've kind of entered in, into a new decade, um, writing down all of your accomplishments, big and small, it doesn't have to be anything spectacular, it can be as little as, I don't know, surviving the year, if you had a tough year, or whatever it might be, um, and, and looking at accomplishments over the last 10 years, and you'll actually be really surprised at how much has changed in your life and how much you've done. Um, and kind of be honest with yourself. Did the achievements come from, you know, getting lucky and everything aligning for you, or perhaps, you know, someone else doing you a favour and then this turning into um this achievement? Or did it actually stem from your hard work? Is it because you put the work in and you made those opportunities happen for you for you so I know that I studied a fair amount for my GCSEs perhaps not as much as others but I I remember you know doing my revision and it'd be crazy to think that my results were down to luck or someone doing me a favor because you know the reality is that no one would risk their job doing that and so there has to be you know, it has to come down to the work that I put into it. Another exercise that you might want to try is um, keeping a record of any positive feedback that you receive, any compliments that you may receive, and actually, you know, compliments that you perhaps keep yourself from accepting. I am highly skilled at deflecting any form of compliments. I don't know what to do with myself I kind of want to run if anyone says anything kind of nice I really really struggle to kind of take it on board and so one way in which we can kind of combat that I guess is becoming aware of when we um you know kind of almost deny those compliments um and try and do the opposite so listen and take in that positive response the positive feedback that we are getting um, and try not to kind of question it or second guess yourself and think well actually you know I don't deserve this uh, compliment or anything like that because I think a lot of the time we have a tendency to talk ourselves out of it so actually really kind of really really taking in that that positive feedback And I also wanted to encourage you to talk about those feelings of imposter syndrome and if it's something that comes up for you um, you know perhaps on a regular basis talk to people that you trust talk to people who um, care about you and who actually see your successes for what they are really you know amazing achievements Um, and talk about it and I think in doing that we will make it less scary for others to share their stories their feelings and make others feel less alone in it as well so I guess I'm going to wrap up here for this week um we'll be back next week I say we but it's just me I'm going to be back with a solo show next Wednesday and we'll I'm back to posting um on a Wednesday. So I hope you can tune in. If you enjoy the podcast, you know what to do. Please share it with others and leave a review on iTunes. And I'll be seeing you next week.